Hello, adventurers and friends. Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us, and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. A recap of Session 3. After defeating the water methods and letting them go, we find a bag with a gauzern symbol on it near them. In the bag is some stuff. There's a map with a couple things marked, Old Lynn's Orchard and Hofton Mill. There's also a bunch of notes about our circus. Weird. As we investigate, Kestrel finds a makeshift trap with his face. We find what appears to be a camp with a holly bush, clearly a place to spy on our circus. In the camp are two snakes. They get some lucky crits and the fight is rough, but we manage not to die, though. As the party recovers from uh, the giant viper and normal-sized viper, kind of thrashing them for a few rounds, they set aside for 30 minutes, heal up, suck the poison out, and about halfway through you hear the sound of music begin to start up, and it's uh, quiet at first. Like the Um, play? The play. I immediately went to... The sound of music? Oh, (laughs) no. Totally, right over my head. The um, hills are filled with the sound of music or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the circus camp is alive with the sound of, you know. Anyways, so you guys get the idea and the feeling a little bit that the uh, the circus sounds like it's trying to lighten the spirit around the campfire, right? And they're doing so with a little music, and it's very lively, upbeat, and... As you kind of emerge from the woods to walk back towards the fire pit, uh, you see a big circle around the fire pit, and it has everybody in the circus, and they're just jigging along, all interlocked in this circle dance around the pit. But they look weary, as opposed to to like having a good time. Something's wrong here. It's hard to tell from where you're at, though. Uh, I guess I will approach and do a perception check to try and figure out what's going on. Okay. Go ahead and give me your check. Oh, is it time to go stealthy? Oh, we could. Should we stealth up there? We can try. Sure. Just blend in, act stupid, and start dancing. Let's do it. So as you get rolls? Uh, no, it's okay. You can make these out in the open. While you guys are getting those off, I'll get your numbers in a second here. The sound of pipes, fiddles, and horns echoes across the camp from the meeting fire, where the members of the Circus of the Wayward Wonders have been waiting for a proclamation that it is safe for them to return to their wagons. But now, everyone has formed two concentric rings, with the musicians on the inside and everyone else dancing on the outside. Their energetic prancing seems incongruous with the weariness on their faces. Help us! The professor pants, sweat pouring down his frail face as his limbs jerk in time to the lively jig. Oh shit. Well, I guess he saw us, so since Savatri rolled a one on her stealth, we'll just say we, we just walk on up there. Yeah, I was gonna ask for everybody's stealth numbers, and we've got some fantastic rolls from everybody, except for... Nah, I mean, so you got two people who are stealthy and two who are not, so we'll just be not stealthy and walk on up to the professor. Uh, um, it, you, you have to like actually go around the circle with him if you're going to want to talk with him. Oh, because he's dancing around. Okay, I'm just going mm. to observe. I want to observe. What, what is going on here? Perception. Uh, I think my perception check. Yeah, go ahead and give me perception checks. So he just told us what was going on. Yeah. I detect magic. You do detect magic that you weren't is expecting. Like, is it like an aura all around, or what is it? No, it's a single source from in the middle of the circles. 
If the professor said help me or help us, I think it's just time to go in here and break up the the circle. What's detecting his magic? Uh, You can't see it. It's inside of the circles. And the bodies. So we get moving in opposite directions. Yeah, Yeah, the circles are in opposite directions. Wait, we don't want to like become like subject to this magic. Just a good will save. Fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, I got a good will save. Um, I, I am going. Can I like athletic or uh, not athletically, acrobatically move my way through this because I am an acrobat? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and give me an acrobatics check. Will do. Fourteen. Uh, as you uh, move to get closer there, uh, and you're trying to like duck through some of the people, they're just moving and kicking too frantically. You can't find a way through without really knocking somebody over or making it difficult. Okay. Somebody else want to try? So I would like try to, to climb on top of this wagon. I'm going to try to trip someone. Okay, real quick. We've got Moonlight wants to climb to the top of the wagon. And Savatri wants to trip somebody. We'll let him go on the wagon first. <laughs> See what All he right. sees. I just want to get a better vantage point. Let them gonna... go up there first. Go ahead and give me a new perception check, Moonlight, from your current vantage. That'll be a 14. With the increased height, this isn't exactly a difficult thing to make out. You almost missed it at first, but there's a dinner plate next to the fire that has two small creatures. One of them has a little flute, and the other one seems to be rubbing its legs together like a cricket's in order to make a very pleasant fiddling sound. Yeah, these are like those little locust fey things. You look at, and and they are, they're two humanoid-ish creatures tiny fairy wings like the lower half of crickets almost or locusts uh in the upper half of uh, humans or humanoids i should say they have uh ears like an elves i will relay that down to the others you wouldn't want to do something really specific right now like uh recall knowledge action or anything would you moonlight no i can only prod you so much i don't, I don't even i don't even know God, I do not have much for anything oh, like that. I well, suppose you would not be a nature-focused fleshy. I do have nature, though. You do have nature, though. Yes, I do. If you recall knowledge, it is nature. I will give that a try. I get a 17. You're not 100% certain what they are. There are two things that you're absolutely certain of. They're definitely fey, and they're definitely a sprite of some kind. But aside from that, you don't really remember exactly. It's right on the tip of your twig. You're just, you're not sure. <laughs> Very good. Okay. I mean, is that enough to know, like, that they are doing this, or can I make a... You different... can absolutely infer from the well, scene. I mean, obviously, they're making the, the music itself, but is that what seems to be controlling? I know, like, as a player, that seems obvious to me, but I don't know if that's necessarily obvious well the other thing to consider is is that you know this is galarian and magic is a normal everyday occurrence didn't you say that people look distressed the people do look distressed they look like some of them looks just downright traumatized i'm gonna attempt to rip off a piece of my clothing and stuff it in my ears ellie ellie is going around the outside circle and uh throughout this time has slowly gotten out to Jeb this entire sentence. Jeb, could you make sure that Mr. Tickles is okay? 
Yeah, right. She's going around in circles. She's That's going around doing in circles. Oh, okay. I thought you said to make. I thought she like made her way out. Okay. No, no, no. She's still dancing. She can't. She doesn't seem to be able to control her movements. She's asking you to take care of her. Find Mr. Tickles. Have these fun little fate things noticed us yet? Are they just ignoring us? Or? Uh, they look like they're just. They're just having a ball, man. They're having a good time. They're reveling in it. Can I make another acrobatics check to try and get through this damn circle? I'll let you do it. Unless, uh, ooh, uh, Savatri. Oh, yeah. Savatri's going to try to trip somebody. I'm going to trip someone that is young and healthy. I'm not going to trip like an old person and have them <laughs> break their leg or something. Okay? I'm pointing that out. I know these people. Someone that can handle a good fall. Somebody that can handle a good fall. Probably one yes. of the dwarven tumbler guys. It's going to do go. like a domino effect. going to take out the whole crew. We're going to see what happens. We're okay. going to see what happens. It's my trip attempt. 16 um, someone. Okay, okay. You're actually going to attempt to trip somebody that I we will introduce fully at a later time. But you trip the man known as the bearded man. And he's a big burly dude. He does in fact trips as the circle's going around and they're doing their jig. He does absolutely fall head over heels and rolls onto the ground and lays flat on his belly. The person behind him, or sorry, in front of him, dances out of the way and it doesn't create the domino effect. They continue dancing in a circle. What about the bearded man? The bearded man is uh, on the ground on his belly, but if you wait a moment, he'll start getting up. He, let's see, he's, uh, is, oh did, boy, did he, that was really oh, oh, stop, damn it, not again. Now he's he's like skanking in place. Wait, really quick while he's down, skanking? did he create an open? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, uh, he's dancing in place. Sorry, I was I had ska kid from the '90s. That's a very specific <laughs> dance move. Sorry. In the gap that was created by Savatri tripping the bearded man, could I have maybe snuck through? Go ahead and give me another acrobat. There we go. 23 that time. All right. So Kestrel's just been waiting for that perfect opening. And right at the right moment, he dives through and tumbles, but puts his hands on the ground and then vaults himself over the inner circle with the musicians and jumps and lands perfectly on both feet inside in the middle of the circle next to the two little fey things next to the two little fey things fuck why don't i speak sylvan well we'll see uh, hello there little fey people I'm, how are you all right i'm gonna get back to you here in a second so as soon as uh, kestrel vaults his way into the middle of the two dancing circles the music suddenly continues the, the two people look up unexpectedly at you. Oh, it's, it suddenly continues. There suddenly we go continues. again. The I know. It's like the sunset all over again. It's like the sunset. I was going to say suddenly stops. Do but then you I understand remember. how suddenly works? I don't, I don't think like, so. Like, do we need to get you like no. a Webster's Dictionary version of the definition of suddenly? Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a note card, actually. <laughs> Love you, yeah, Tyler. no, no, I quickly and unexpectedly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah, guess, anyway. I guess it was unexpected that the music kept playing, right? That was going to be how <laughs> I was going to defend myself, but it seemed like a flimsy defense. So I opted <laughs> not Super to. That's, that's not that's not an or. It's quickly and unexpectedly. <laughs> so when Kestrel vaults into the middle of the circles, 
The music continues, but the fae creature uh, that you now see is a male and a female are there. They're, they both continue. The male is, you know, doing the thing on his cricket legs, making the fiddle sound. And he looks up at you and goes, Oh, the drunk man! Oh, the, that's me. I loved your performance. All right, well, thank you very much. Yours is quite nice, too, but... Oh, thank you very much. They all look like they're enjoying it very much, don't Stop. they? You don't think they also maybe look just a, just a little bit tired? <laughs> what? No, no, please. They're having a great time. We, we We're having just, a great time. We did just put on a circus, a full show. It's uh, rather tiresome. I think I think maybe it's, maybe it's time for them to have a rest. What do you say, friend? Oh, they, they seem perfectly content to me. Why don't... Yeah. Why don't you both just have a drink? And if I have any way to hand, I hand them my tankard that I'm holding. They for them to have a drink to see if they'll drink and stop playing music. <laughs> uh, if you do, you like try to hand it off to them, or do you set it on the dinner plate? I, no, I want to make sure it goes into their hands because then. Oh wait, no, the one guy's playing with his legs. Fuck. Correct. And, and they're tiny. And they're tiny. Yes. <sighs> They fit onto that dinner plate. They would both, well, one of them at least would fit into your tankard. I do not have diplomacy. I need somebody else to get in here who has diplomacy. I do, but I can't. I don't think I can get in there. Do your trip shit. Your athletic I, shit. I'll keep tripping people while he's doing that. <laughs> can I? Can I get a couple more checks? I. I, I mean, I guess. I, I feel like he's been talking for like 18 seconds. Can I? I do want to try to trip uh, yeah. people. I'll let you try, but before we get there, I'm actually going to interrupt you guys this whole process here. Uh, Jeb, what have you been doing this whole time? I was gonna go get the snake for another friend. <laughs> Alright, so give me your perception check real quick. You would be doing this right as Castro would be vaulting into the middle of the circle. The second Ellie told me... You went and did it? Well, more so t t uh, Turtle did it. Oh, Turtle went to go look for Mr. Yeah. Tickles? They're friends. The much a tiger and a snake can be friends, they are yeah. friends. Yeah, absolutely. Are you you're just gonna let Turtle do it and you're just gonna stand and watch or I mean we could like split up. So I mean I would know where it's at. I doubt it like went it probably near her camp. It's uh you'd actually find it pretty quickly. It's underneath one of the wagons nearby. Exactly, I and I did that with my twenty perception. Solid. So now you get higher than that. Yeah, my per my perception stat is charisma for some reason. I must oh, have accidentally you clicked. Have, it. You must have clicked on it. Yeah, there we go. Well, it's like 25, 24. 24? Okay, yeah, that's more than enough here. You find Mr. Tickles. When he sees that you're not dancing around like a fool, uh, he comes and wraps himself around you. Whoa! Pretty, qu pretty quickly. I tell him to back down. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that. As much as a snake can be hesitant, it kind of looks at you and cocks its head a little bit. It does. Wait, he's probably actually, is he medium? He was like six I mean, feet he long. Six he feet. is, yeah. He'd be large, dude. Yeah. No, he's not large. Even, oh, even He though, might be a large snake, but. Yeah. Correct. Yes. The uh, python in the bestiary is a medium creature, so. Right. You correct right. bestiary also? No, I just corrected myself. <laughs> is it bestiary or is it bestiary? Can you guys back off? 
Tyler for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only reason all the goddamn time. The, the only reason I, I say anything is because I was wa- listening to um, Southern Time Foolery and Adam pronounced it. And I'm like, that's just a crazy way to say it. And then Tyler says, I'm like, wait a minute. Here's well, here's <laughs> what it is. Uh, I watched the designer uh, live stream not live i went back and watched it on youtube and all of the de- the paizer designers said bestiary did they yeah every single one of them so i, I mean, that's like fair it doesn't have that a in it so it makes yeah. sense well, that might just be beast. how that's pronounced i don't know. yeah it could just be something that i've been getting wrong for like is bestial more. actually pronounced bestial maybe i don't know well there's well, an, the a beast in bestial, has an a though. Mm-hmm. that's true whereas bestiary or bestiary does not well i'll get mr tickles <laughs> And calm him down. Do you think he's good, or should we do like a wild empathy? Are you feeling best? Best you? No, no. I would say you're familiar enough. We're uh, already friends. Yeah, you're friends. You're not going to be able to like command yeah. Mr. Tickles necessarily, but Mr. Tickles, he knows what's up. He's just going to hang out with you until the craziness stops. It is so, Bestiary. Yeah, it looks is. like it is. You guys looked it up. Uh, dude, we didn't fucking Google. Why don't we just Google stuff instead of arguing about this stuff? This is fun to argue about it. Yeah, arguing is like, I like Google. It takes two seconds to search a word. I don't want the answer. I want to argue about it. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the destination. It's the road we take to get there. Come on, rules lawyer. I, that is a really oxymoron or ironic yeah. comment to make as a rules lawyer. That's true. Uh, I Kestrel will like... <laughs> Desperately, kind of look at Savatri and be like, "Get in here! I need backup." So those trip attempts. Yeah, I guess go ahead. First one, I got a twenty-one. Yeah, that'll do it. Twenty-four. I want to see how many succeed. Yeah, twenty-one and twenty-four. Twenty-three. Right. Holy shit! <laughs> Should I just keep going. <laughs> Stop I... wasting your great rolls. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's necessary. I was gonna say if you trip two in a row, you were gonna knock knock over and domino effect the entire circle. I took um, them all out. <laughs> you're going to take them all out. You take out two people right in a row, and they collapse. And the As whole soon as they all collapse, out. I start walking towards uh, Kestrel in the middle. And just, what, what the fuck is going on? Real quick, there's still a circle of uh, circus musicians. Oh, fuck them. I walk right past them. <laughs> I'm not going to trip them. You're supposed to make a check, but, you know, uh, the way you said it, yeah, sure. Let's just do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, you walk into the middle, and uh, the people who had fallen from you tripping them, and you kind of step around some bodies, gingerly, maybe not so gingerly, and as they get up and they start dancing again by themselves, individually. Savatri, uh, these are these are our new friends. Uh, I'm sorry, I forgot to get your names, friends. Ah, my name is Kanano, and and my and my beautiful my beautiful companion here is Tarisia. Zavadri, these are our good friends, Kanano and Tarisia. Just explaining to them that, that we just did a circus and we're awfully tired. It might be a good thing for everyone to just take a rest. Do you think you could talk them into perhaps going that way? Make them stop, make them stop. I do just that. I do a diplomacy to make them stop. I don't know what the fuck to say. I convincingly tell them to stop. <laughs> well, go ahead and give me your roll. Very diplomatically. Fuck. And tell me exactly how you would uh, 
like, just give me a. What are you gonna say to him? I mean, I rolled a two, so I got. Hey guys, stop. Um, it, it's probably gonna be what I, what Ted would actually say then. Um, Boy, hey Jeff. guys, can, can you stop, please? <laughs> and, and I don't make eye contact at all. <laughs> they don't even. They don't even actually hear you, and they're just continuing on. Um, I, I place a hand on Savatri's shoulder. I say, listen, I know it's difficult, but you've got this. It's all right. Yeah, have a drink. Can we make the tree do it? Moonlight. Yeah. Moonlight's Moonlight. standing on top of the wagon. <laughs> can, You're the face I, of the party. Come talk. Can, can I shout at them from here? Yeah, I guess. You no problem with that. Moonlight's our mouthpiece, but has no mouth. I mean, sort of has a mouth. They just don't ever show one. <laughs> <laughs> Moonlight has a talking hole. Yes. Just like a knot, right? <laughs> exactly. I, that, I, it's kind of how I pictured it, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to actually do it, try and intimidate, and um, I'm going to do this in Sylvan. Nice. Oh, Good okay. catch. Because Leshies get Sylvan. My friends asked you to stop. As soon as the stop hits, this big, like, writhing black mass just frames Moonlight, and her stop echoes and reverberates, but it's all in Sylvan. Those of you who are, are do not know Sylvan, and I don't think anybody here knows Sylvan, aside from Moonlight, it, it sounds haunting and echoey, and the music halts immediately. And they're, both of their eyes go wide, and they both take flight immediately. Like, they, they hover in the air, like, reflexively. They don't fly away, but then they, they slowly fly back down to the dinner plate, and uh, the female, Teresia. Oh, you had us worried. That was really scary. Ha, ha, you did that to the guys in the, the circus, too. Oh, okay. Um, we didn't realize that it was hurting anybody. We didn't want to hurt anybody. Are they saying this in common or Sylvan? Sylvan. Sylvan. <laughs> so it's all you. Um, did I say that I got a 23 total on my Intimidate? I don't know if I said that earlier. I I understand that you might not have under realized that it was, but these people are very tired. Kanono. Kanono? I like Kanono. Kanono, he goes, We're really sorry. We're we are truly we're very sorry. We we will leave you alone now. And they both take flight and they kind of look down dejectedly at the group of circus folk who are around and they're not dancing any longer. They're like, you know, rubbing and working limbs and joints and oh god, that was that was really unpleasant. The two fay fly away dejectedly and on the dinner plate you see this faint glimmer. Are you two that are right next to the dinner plate when I look at yeah, it? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at it. Yeah, the one that has detect magic. Aside from a little complaining from the circus folk, most everybody just watched Moonlight suddenly and very abruptly terrify these two fey away in a language that none of them understand. A few of them look worry, like worriedly at you, but they all kind of go sit around the fire again, and everybody's really quiet after that moment. Well done, Moonlight. I, I don't know what you said, but it, 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 it worked very well. Brava. I just said you told them to stop. I quite, I quite. Good job, Moonlight. I'll give you a little pat. Um, what's in the plate? It's a small crystal. 
recall knowledge at all? Uh, you will be. Why don't I remember this anytime it comes up? The ten minute uh, identify check. magic. Yeah, it's a ten minute identify magic check that's supposed to be based on whichever school of magic made it, but they don't normally tell us that, so it's kind of. They really don't, and it doesn't seem like certain. I mean, maybe special wondrous items, but not some of the real basic stuff that we've been coming across at lower levels. I think it's basically whatever spell you think would be required to use it. Pick one of the one. Just be like, you know, you know, arcane and occult can cast this, so pick one of those. <laughs> That's a good call. So, Savatri, you're on the divine list. I have divine or arcana. Uh, you pick one. Uh, I'll do religion. Religion's higher. Okay. While Savatri's checking that out, it's going to take ten minutes. What are the rest of you doing? I'll check well, to see if anybody's, like, wounded. I guess probably nobody's wounded. I'd fetch nobody's maybe wounded. some... I'd yeah, maybe some water. Massage some shoulders. Massage some shoulders and make a medicine check. Jeb, Ellie comes up to you. Uh, she's out of breath. Just, Thank you for watching, Mr. Tickles. Anything for you. <laughs> he says reluctantly. That, that was a little, <laughs> so not how I expected this to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, about time to go check those wagons, I guess, so everybody can go to bed. He's getting late. Yeah, you guys did spend an hour left, healing, yeah. and then we got ten minutes. Uh, Savatri, what was your religion check? I got an 18. This item is a talisman, and it is a potency crystal. And what does that mean, Tyler? This fluorite crystal glows with a strange phosphorescence. When you activate the crystal, the weapon that the talisman is affixed to has the talisman trait becomes a plus one striking weapon for the rest of the turn. Gaining a plus one item bonus to the attack roll and increasing the damage on a hit to two weapon damage dice. It's only good for one turn. That's it? How much is it worth, Tyler? Four gold good for like a last ditch must have some extra damage kind of thing but I can't use it. Give it to the druid. Yeah, how long does it take to affix? I'm glad you asked. Affixing a talisman is an exploration activity. You have to spend 10 minutes affixing a talisman to an item. Placing the item on a stable surface and using the repair kit with both hands. We're about to enter territory we haven't entered before. Affixing a talisman re- requires a repair kit. That is something I don't have. I, I can yeah, I imagine the circus has a repair kit. Probably. 100%. There's no roll involved. You just have to have a repair kit, and it takes 10 minutes. I don't think we're spending 10 minutes to do that right yeah, now. Yeah, I think we're not going to do that right now. Spencer has magic, or Ted has magic weapon, and Spencer has magic fang. So so I think we start going uh, yeah. wagon by wagon so these guys can go to sleep. So where are you guys starting off? We're going to go clockwise, or counterclockwise, actually, starting from... Okay. So we've already checked Myron's wagon. Correct. So let's do that chunk to the south of the wagon. Just two or three of them there, about 20 feet away. Well, let's start with the three that are right around the fire. I know one of them was Myron's. Let's do the other two, and then we'll go do the six that are south of that. Oh, three of those are carts, not wagons. Oh, oh you're right. Three wagons. As you guys are going through and searching those wagons, Ellie and the professor go up to Jeb. The professor looks looks at Jeb and goes, Jeb, we have a concern, and it has to do with Bardolph. 
And Spencer Ellie goes, says, who's Bardolph? <laughs> yeah, 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 Jeb definitely knows Bardolph, and I'm going to go into this in a second. Ellie goes, Jeb, I, I hadn't seen Bardolph all night, and I'm really worried because all the, the animals are acting strange, except for the ones that were with it. Turtle was fine. Mr. Tickles has been fine, but nobody's seen Bardolph. We're really worried. I, like, slipped in and out of so many accents there. There was okay. several. Yeah. Am I going out on a whim and saying he's the, like the animal tender? Uh, Bardolph, get ready for this, is the circus's bear. Oh, well, I don't want to fight a bear right now. Okay, the Bardolph was once the partner of the great Fortunato. Until he ate him. No, no, the great Fortunato did, although it has passed, uh, Bardolph did not eat him. Uh, he's kind of the circus mascot to an extent. Last week he injured himself um, during the uh, rehearsals, so was not able to actually go on tonight. He's been resting in his wagon for the last week. But Bardolph is a scarily intelligent grizzly bear. Like, not in a, ah, that's terrifying, just like, damn, you're smart. And he's friends with everybody in the circus. So I'd be pretty worried. I would say, yeah. On any other day, Bardolph is an absolute treasure to work with. Initiate tracking. Where would he? Where was his last known? Uh, Bardolph's wagon is. He's got his own wagon. <laughs> he has his. He has his own wagon. Bardolph's wagon is to the very northwest of the camp. You'll see it as the green covered wagon on the map. Alright, so what's our priority here? Do we want to save the bear or continue the wagons? So what did they say was wrong with the bear? He's gone missing. Well, no, 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 they're just worried about him. They haven't seen him. He's been in his wagon all day. Oh. Nobody's well, then let's continue the wagons. Each wagon's probably taking us like yeah. five minutes. We'll continue the wagons and then when we get to Bardolph, Make our way to Bardolph. his... Yeah. So do you want like a roll for each one or are we just opening and I'm looking for pods? You guys, yeah, you guys are just kind of opening. Uh, are you cautiously opening them, looking for the pods? Like, well, they were yeah, trapped so previously, so. <laughs> so you're checking to make sure they're not trapped. Um, I am gonna need perception checks on each wagon for detecting those. Twenty-one for the first wagon, or twenty-four from Savatri is the highest. I mean, are we all opening different wagons? <laughs> no. Are we splitting the party? You're not we're we're the party. all checking each wagon, so yes. we each roll six times. <laughs> All right, that's okay. what we want to do. Twenty-four in the first one. Uh, no traps, and in fact, there doesn't seem to be anything dangerous in this wagon at all. Twenty-four in the second one. Yeah. Same story. Harold and at twenty-six on the third one. You don't find anything out of the ordinary in the third one. All right, we start splitting up. Let's go. No. <laughs> God damn it. Spencer. Twenty on the fourth one. Twenty-two on the fifth one. 26 okay. on the... Well, I'm just letting one. the cleric do Stop you guys here. Stop you at four, okay? Each one's gonna take you a couple minutes to go through just to make sure there's not, like... So know, we're looking at, like, this one? Scorpions or snakes or shit under beds and stuff. As you guys are going through and searching the wagon, you hear a couple of shrieks come from the fire pit. It's, like, 20 feet behind us. I don't know. <laughs> We'd still, see whatever still hear it shrieks. Is. Okay, we turn around. What's there? You give me perception checks, thank you. Twenty feet away. <laughs> oh my God! See, that's why I asked. 
<laughs> Are you fucking what? kidding me? <laughs> well, we all rolled sub ten. We all rolled. Uh, we all rolled three. twos or ones. <laughs> So the highest that we have here is an eight. No, you all are you. You all heard the shriek, but you have no idea why. Well, we're too, we're too busy looking at these wagons. Twenty yeah. feet. We start walking back. To I, the say, I use one movement action to get <laughs> out of the pit. It's like ha half a movement to go there. You guys are so frustrated with me right now. It's great. <laughs> You're being right. pedantic. I know I'm being pedantic because there's, you know, everybody's kind of like gathered around here. It's not as clear a shot to what's actually happening. And that is that there are rats coming out of the pond just north of fucking rats. The fire. There's maybe like a dozen of them. No, there's like two dozen of them. Are we fighting a fucking rat swarm? I think there's possibly hundreds or more rats coming out of the river right now. Initiative. But remember, swarms are bitches in 2E, so it's fine. Or it's actually thousands of rats. <laughs> it's not a swarm, it's just it's an just... army. <laughs> Watch him just start throwing tokens on the map. The rustling of leaves and the tiny splashes can be heard as hundreds of red-eyed rats scurry. The rats surround a halfling woman. No, that's not how I set this scene up. Fuck this. Tyler's going off script. Going off script. Fuck he's it, he's we'll flanking, it. maneuvering us. Fuck it, it, we'll do it live. Isn't this a pretty sight? The halfling woman cackles, twisting her grip on a gnarled staff. I had hoped to murder more of you while the whole town was watching. That would have frightened them away from here for good. But a bigger slaughter might be even better. The foolish farmers and poisoners of Abiton will discover your rat-chewed corpses. No one will ever know how it happened. But everyone will whisper that nature is taking its revenge. And it is. Through me. I'll wager most of the town will be gone in a week, and the rest will fall easily. Then perhaps the land can heal from the cancer known as Abitin. The halfling woman that is approaching you from behind the wagons looks an awful lot like the front cover of this book. Yes. Here's a picture of her inside of the book. She looks ugly. She does. Wow. That is absolutely. one of the first times that they like those fucking hobbit feet. not like super yes. hot. <laughs> I was going to say, she, she got some hairy feet, man. I'm kind of into it. It's not, it's not, not as ugly as I thought she was. Take a second look, right? Some redeeming well, qualities. I'll, <laughs> I'll share. She's uh, got cool. hairy feet, but not hairy armpits. This is deceptive. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> and to actually begin our combat is going to be this female halfling zealot that's coming at you from the south side here. She's going to begin casting a spell. As soon as she finish, finishes casting her spell, all of the vegetation around the area, you know, weeds around the edges of the wheels that have been growing in because you've been parked at the spot for some time now, rehearsing, uh, the grass itself all reaches up and grows and has minds of its own and they start reaching and grappling at you trying to entangle you and I'm gonna need a reflex save each round that a creature starts its turn in the area so not right now 
but this whole area is difficult terrain, and when you start your turn in the area, you need a reflex save. We're going to go down to Moonlight. I guess I make a reflex save. Uh, Moonlight gets 22. That is successful, and no effects. Except for that this area is, this is all treated as difficult terrain. That still is the case either way. To metagame it quick, uh, we should focus the swarm first and then go for the other shit. <laughs> Let's just try to knock the swarm out. Okay, I think, um, say what, we should concentrate on that swarm, right? I think I will... That's what the prostitute said. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I, I will, um use magic to like pick up a log out the fire and hurl it at the swarm i love it so nice. essentially using telekinetic projectile nice you're gonna deal bludgeoning damage but not fire damage i would assume right yeah i mean the fire is flavored but flavor flavor fire all right then go ahead and make your spell attack roll oh man a 12 Shitty roll minutes. get a 12 it's a little too early to try to use my uh Let's get those rolls, guys. Let's fucking die. Uh, Third action. Let's see. I think I'm going to do my focus spell, Tentacular Limbs. So my my viney arms kind of grow out and get longer. Then after Moonlight, it is Jebediah. All right. Let's roll some stuff here. 15. Will fail. So you are going to take a minus 10 foot circumstance penalty to your speeds until you leave the area and it's difficult terrain so i can move it five feet a turn well, all right move five feet hey didn't being a dwarf is all right cool. i will uh i'm gonna cast magic bang on kestrel since he's right next to me thanks man and then i'm gonna give my final turn to turtle and she will attempt a reflex save is Turtle a she or a he? We were definitely saying he in the last It's episode. a she. 17? 17 will also fail. Alright, it's a 10, 25, so we're good. She'll use a turn to get right up here. Her movement speed's 35, so. Alright. And, and then she will strike. Hitting the swarm, right? Yeah, she's gonna fucking bite some rats. Turtle's like, ooh, a pile of squeaky toys. Fucking hate this game. Done. <laughs> Turtle gets an 8. And misses the swarm. It is going to be the giant rat's turn. The giant rat that's standing next to the halfling uses its first action to move. It needs to take two actions to get through the entangled area. But once it does, it comes up on Jebediah and attacks. Wait, it to- doesn't have to roll for the minus 10? It's when you start your turn there. When you start your turn. Make it a rule. It's going to make a jaw attack on Jebediah and get a 14 to hit. Hey, you know what, Tyler? That's a failure. Fantastic. All right, then after the giant rat, it is now Kestrel's turn. We'll start with that reflex save. I get a 19. A 19 also fails. Do you have a plus 9 at level 1? I sure do. Yeah, I sure do. That's sick. Nonetheless, it's easy enough for me because I was close to move up to the swarm, even with the negatives to my speed. Um, hey, David. Yo. You have Kai strikes. 
I do. I do. I think I'm going to save him for the... Just reminding you, since you didn't use any last yeah. session. Yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you reminding me, because I, I had forgotten last session. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to save him for the, the uh, female halfling zealot down there. Uh, and I will activate a flurry of blows against the swarm. And I wish I knew more about how swarms work. Do they attack in second edition? Or is it just deal damage, like in first? I don't know. It's more of a... Um, yeah, I think it's a deal damage if you're inside them or something like that. Yeah. So, the first attack against the swarm is a 23 to hit. A 23 does hit. And this is bludgeoning damage. Also striking. So roll another D8. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, oh. so, no, another D6. Six. Six. Yeah. When did... When did, when did I you gave him magic fang. He gave me magic fang. When? At the beginning of the fight, because Jebediah couldn't yeah. move. I, I totally missed that. Cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. They, I missed that. <laughs> An additional four. So that's seven damage to the swarm. All right. We'll take attack number two from the flurry. Ooh, only get a six to hit. And then we'll just uh, we'll, we'll use my third action to attack again, because I don't think my AC is going to matter with shield. So we'll just make... Are you counting again the plus one for magic weapon? Or... I didn't on the first one, but I did on the second one, and I will on this one. Okay. I get a 17 to hit. 17 does hit. Because it's just straight up no mod on that. <laughs> and so that is another 2d6 plus one damage. I wish you roll better. I wish. Oh, there you go. So that's eight bludgeoning damage. And that is the end of my turn. David, I have a, a question for you. Yes. How exactly is a drunken elf going to kill and disperse hundreds of small rats in under six seconds. Well, I, I think what he'd do is run up to them. <laughs> Swishing your tankard around is what I want to see. Just like, <laughs> smacking rats with your tankard. I would, except that would give me like an improvised weapon penalty. No, I think he just like jumps up on them and like does acrobatic jumps and just stomps on a bunch of them. And it's squishy and gross, but a bunch of them run away and they disperse. Uh, rat killing belly flops. <laughs> yes, that's great. Yes, just just fucking angel, angel arms fall backwards onto him. Oh, that's good shit. Okay, yeah, no, that was uh, this swarm resisted six physical except bludgeoning. Yeah. So uh, that fifth damage, buddy. All right. Well. Then uh, after the rat swarm doesn't even get a chance to go. It is now Savatri's turn. Good old reflex save to see... Fuck, 17. So fail. 17 will fail. It's a minus 10, and everything's still difficult terrain, right? Correct. I'm going to move here, and with my third action, I will try to trip the rat. I, I can't... Wait, no. Trip that rat. Tripping things with four feet also usually are, is difficult. Yeah, well, that's say, a funny thing. That might not be the case here. Trip it or trip. give Jeb guidance? Trip. Okay, I'll try to trip it. Uh, I got a <laughs> nine. I fail. You will fail. In fact... I critically nope, you fail? Don't, you don't critical fail. So nothing happens. Uh, AC does his rat have. Jesus. <laughs> Then after Savatri, we are then going to go back up to the top of the order with Crazy Halfling. She seems crazy, right? It's kind of the point. Okay, Jebediah 
you're going to need to give me a will save. Not my weakest save. Just kidding. Just kidding. 15. All right. A 15 will fail. You are suddenly stricken with this absolute fear. Oh, my God. This rat is huge. The grass is trying to eat me. This crazy halfling chick's casting spells at me. You are frightened, too, my friend. Yeah, all the things that druid would be scared of. Okay. <laughs> I'm just teasing. It's okay. Man, it's I don't magic. know how else to flavor it. Oh, no, yeah, magic, man. All right, uh, Jeb, frightened, too. And remember, that reduces by one at the end of each of your turns. And for her third action, we'll do nothing. Then it's going down to Moonlight. It's your turn. I guess I'll start off with the reflex save, natural 20 for 25. <laughs> it does not affect you. It and disperses also, the magic. But it's still difficult terrain. Still difficult terrain. Okay, so move one move action um, to move about 20 feet or. 10 feet, which takes 20 feet of movement. And from there, I can see the raft, correct? I would say so, yes. I will reach into its mind. Let's try to daze it. It needs to give me a will save. All right. It gets a 14. That is a failure. It takes four non lethal mental damage. All right. The rat looks down at the ground and shakes its head a bunch and starts squealing in desperation and confusion. Four damage put it to heavy? This thing's weak. That is my turn. Till it breaks and turns into another swarm. <laughs> it's not on How Earth at all. <laughs> it's the rat swarm that walks. Then Moonlight was at your turn? Yep. Alright, then cast. after Moonlight. It is Jebediah. Alright. Jeb's gonna give a turn to give. Let Turtle go here, and she's uh going to loop all around this grass. She trap. doesn't have to because you didn't start your turn in the. Oh wait, no, because it's still difficult. Never mind. She doesn't matter. Really she's gonna go right here and just get in the face of the halfling. Can can she make it there in two? Yeah, she's got, it'd be seventy feet. Nice. So Turtle goes all the way from the squeaky dead rats and starts running after the halfling and makes it to the halfling but is out of actions now, correct? Yeah. I can't give him twice, can I? I guess I never looked. That seems to be pretty broken as far as the action economy is concerned. Right, you'd give six turns, yeah. Yeah. Alright, um, well Jeb's still a little spooked but there is a rat in front of him. He's gonna swing at a negative two here. 17 to hit. Nice, a 17 does hit. Five damage. Jebediah sees the rat kind of look down and shake its head at the mental assault from Moonlight. Jeb takes that moment to bring the Warhammer down right on the back of the giant rat's skull. It's dead. Uh, Jeb's going to attempt to move, but he forgot to do the reflex thing, so he's going to do that. It wouldn't have affected his attack, so it's all right. You are getting the minus 10, right? What? Oh, that's all the t- Like, once you failed, you failed it? You failed until again. you leave. Okay, the, I wasn't sure if it was every turn. All right, so yeah, but I'll you do... you still have to make the save every turn. Because on a critical failure, you are immobilized for one round. So oh, you, okay, will, you are now immobilized for one round because you get a seven. Okay. Then after Jebediah... Hey, guys, this is going fantastically for you. Yes. I have a feeling that Swarm was the pain I of the ass. something else coming. <laughs> or there's that. Kestrel, it is your turn. I've already counted it out. 
I spend my 90 feet of movement to get to there. And I'm taking into account going like around wagons. So right. I go out of the entangled and around it and around a couple wagons to get down south to uh, encounter the halfling, but I'm not quite able to get to her this turn. Don't forget I, your reflex save. I didn't need. Oh, that's right. I did need to make one, didn't I? Yes, you did, because you can critically fail. And me? Oh, I guess roll a one. Let's see, he's got a plus nine. <laughs> can he fail it? I get a 26. You're fine. Kestrel goes and runs around the entangled bit and uh, pops out from in between a wagon about 15 feet away from the halfling. And she turns in shock and looks at him. You can't stop me. I've already begun. That doesn't make any sense. That sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, I cast magic weapon on Jeb. What are you using again? A warhammer. I cast your warhammer is now magic weapon. Nice. Yeah. I accept. Uh, third action, I'll try to move. So here's that reflex save. Oh, shit. 25. Looking just fine, Savatri. Good thing I get to move one spot. <laughs> That's my turn. Yay. <laughs> All right, then after Savatri, we're going to go to the top of round three. Here's how things started. This rat swarm started coming up out of the pond that was right next to the fire pit that was there. While this crazy halfling chick came from the south, the other side, from in between some wagons, started evil villain monologuing at you about taking revenge for the land or something crazy like that. She had a giant rat with her. You guys, Kestrel just decimated the rat swarm. And between Moonlight and Jebediah made quick work of the giant rat. Now, the halfling alone uses her first action to draw her sickle. She free free action drops the staff and does a thing. It's going to cast a spell at Turtle. Bitch! Turtle is going to need to give me a will save. 21. Ooh, nice. Um, now, this is... I'm just going to let you guys in on this spell. Because I think, I think I've got this down pretty good. But the target believes... This is on a success. Uh, it's called Paranoia, is the spell name. The target believes everyone it sees as the potential threat. It becomes unfriendly to all creatures to which it wasn't already hostile, even though, even those that were previously allies. It treats no one as an ally. On a success, though, the spell ends after one round. So Fuck that yeah, turtle. That is her turn. You realize I could just not give turtle a turn, right? Shh, don't <laughs> tell her that. Hey, I'm I'm trying not the meta game. <laughs> but to be real, you didn't think of that till just now. Because neither. Shut did up, I. David. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It is Moonlight's turn. I mean, also DM could just say, "Nah, it's fucking feral right now," and it attacks. <laughs> yeah. It would still attack like the closest right, thing. Though. Yeah. Wait, so how many turns? She just used one turn. No, she did the sickle shit and all that. Yeah, she, no, yeah, she drew her sickle for one action. I get a nine on my reflex save. That is a critical failure. You were immobilized. I cast shield. <laughs> All right. Is that Moonlight's turn? Well, I can't move, so yep. <laughs> yeah, I, you I got your tenticular tims. You can attempt to escape. Use the escape action to attempt to get out of it. What's the escape action? 
Uh, it's a basic action. You basically just make a uh, melee unarmed attack roll. And it will be against the DC of this spell. Now, it, the uh, melee attacks are finessable, so you can use your dex modifier plus your level. And you're technically trained in unarmed strikes, so it would be your level plus two plus dex or strength, whichever is higher. I mean, it's definitely my dex is higher. So basically a plus five. And it's a one action to do that? Yes, it is one action. 20. 20 does successfully remove the immobilize condition. So that's one move? That's one action? One action, correct. Yep. It has the attack traits, if that matters to you at all, in no. this turn. So, I mean, obviously I've failed, so I'm at a minus 10. Yes, most certainly. Now here's where that moving into difficult terrain instead of leaving it makes a difference. If you want to go north. With one action, you could get outside of that terrain. Yeah. But you're ranged anyway. Just get to where you can see her. Alright, so it takes me my other two actions. So I don't cast shield. I use one action to break free, then two actions to move to the edge. I'm not quite out of it, but going north just does not. It'd be so far to go to get around there, so. Sounds good. Then after Moonlight, it is Jebediah's turn. Alright, he'll try to get unstuck. Uh, you don't have to. You are no longer immobilized. You were, you're immobilized for one round. So I don't need to save at all? Uh, you still need to make the Oh, that's save. what I was I'm getting sorry. at. Sorry. I, I thought you were saying you're trying to escape. 19. That is a success. No, I'm sorry. No, that's it's a not. failure. Yeah. Failure. My bad. Alright. Um, I will give Turtle my attacks and DM take over. Alright. Well, I mean, technically, he was hostile to the female halfling. He's just unfriendly to everybody else. So yeah, Turtle would use both actions to just attack the halfling. You're, right. also, you're not immobilized, Spencer. You can move. I know, but my, I'm basically immobilized. I can move one box as a turn for me. Well, yeah, one action is five <laughs> feet for him. Yeah, I know. I just it's, figured it's you could... spooky. <laughs> you could still at least start moving towards her with your but other I still action. got one move. I might do that. Uh, All right. So what's uh? Actually, I guess I got two. Yeah. Um, what's Turtle's? Uh, I can just roll it if you want. Yeah, you it. go ahead. Twenty-three to hit. Turtle. What is it? A jaw attack or? In a... his feral rage, jaw attack. Jaw attack. Wait, Turtle has a feral rage? No, I'm just like the paranoia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure uh, I can make it happen eventually. The yes, Turtle does in fact bite, and it connects. Give me damage. Three damage. All right. And he'll attempt to claw attack. Is it five everything, right? Five every time? Uh, claw, claw has Well, it's agile, agile but so it's minus four. Yeah. Only a 13. A 13 will miss. All right. So, wait, so am I at the minus 10 still? Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm at 15. You, you can only so I could, use two tur- I could use two turns to move three spots. Yeah. Two. Ten feet. You can only move 10 feet. You're a dwarf. Three. You only have 10, 20 feet of movement. Oh, it's 20, right? I was thinking 25. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm right here then. Done. All right, Jeb starts slogging through the underbrush. (laughs) Then, after Jebediah, it's Kestrel. Your turn. All righty. So, I use one move to get in behind uh, the uh, druid. I do so without incurring attacks of opportunity is how I make my movement, because I have plenty enough to do so. And then I will uh, 
initiate a flurry of blows against her. Attack number one is going to be a 25 to hit. 25 hits. So that's nine damage from my first attack. Big hit on that one. All right. Attack numero dos. Ooh, that's a critical miss. And with my third action, I will um, cast shield. And I'm done. Uh, you used your first... Oh, that's right. Two two attacks Flurry. for Flurry. Yep. Sorry. It'll take me a while to get used to that. No worries. I'm done. All right. Just think of it as my twin, as a Varnax twin takedown. <laughs> that's a good point. That I should just start thinking about it like that. All right. Now we're at the bottom of round three. It is Savatri. Your turn. Reflex saved move. 12. That's a failure. Not critical failure, though. Not so. a critical failure. 10, 20... 25. So as soon as he exits, the 10 feet penalty goes away, or how long does that does that last for as a while after? As, yeah, as soon as you exit the square of the entangle, and I'll just tell you, it's the spell entangle, um, but as soon as you exit the area of effect, you lose the circumstance negative. Okay. Move with all three of my turns to right there. I'm about 15 or 10 feet away from the halfling. Savatri and Moonlight are... There's three wagons. Let me just kind of lay something out here for the listeners real quick. Uh, To the south of the fire pit, there's three wagons that make sort of a wall. It makes it difficult to see where the halfling is right now because she came in from south of the wagons and she's still 15 feet south of those wagons. Moonlight and Savatri are opting to go west along the river and around the westernmost wagon. Whereas Kestrel looped around on the eastern side and uh, Jebediah is just slogging down the middle. Savatri's getting close and the party's closing in. It's her turn. And the first thing she does is she attacks Kestrel with her sickle. Gets a 26 to hit. That will hit. This is going to deal you four points of damage. All right. Slashing damage. Okay, then she's going to cast a spell. Her offhand begins to crackle in a field of lightning. She's going to swing at you, Kestrel, and get a 16 to hit. Oh, that will miss. Fuck. All right. That was a miss on her shocking grasp spell. It is now Moonlight's turn. Okay, we will see if Moonlight is... Mobilized. Moonlight's immobilized. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so I can do that same thing again. We'll attempt to break the immobilization. Nope. You can you can attempt it again. You rolled a five in the dice with a plus five. You got a ten. But for that this nat is, 20, no. Yeah, this, I was going to say, this is at a minus five. Well, uh, I'm hanging out here. I cast shield with my last action. <laughs> The moonlight's getting, like, the grass is starting to intertwine through their roots. Moonlight gets stuck. Boom. Shield. Jebediah, it is your turn, sir. Let's free myself. Failure. Okay. 20 on that is a failure. He slogs 10 feet, gives Turtle an attack, and she'll do what she did before. Now she should be Uh, flanking. Now that now there's flanking, because because Turtle succeeded on the paranoia check. 22. That is absolutely going to hit. Fantastic. Uh, um, a bite for six, and she kind of has a sneak attack built in for seven. An additional one for the sneak attack? Sweet. And then we'll do some agile stuff here. Eight. 
It will not hit on the claw. That'll end my turn. All right, then that's going to bring us over to Kestrel. Your turn. All right. Uh, first action, we are going to use my focused spell, focus spell, Key Strike. And uh, I looked this up. Key Strike is a status bonus, whereas Magic Fang is an item bonus. So they do stack on my plus two attack. Nice. And I have flanking. Shit. So if you roll two ones, I'm going to laugh my ass <laughs> off. Attack number one incoming. So I roll a five, get a 16, which is a miss. I think I will use my action point on that. I saw that one coming a mile away. Yep, 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 yep. Just too important to get that hit at the high bonus yeah. with my key strike. I roll a four and get a 15. It's all about them dice rolls. Uh, attack number two. That's a 13. Oh, except it's it would be a 17, actually. A 17. Yep. Still misses. Well, I will still use that final, my third action to attack a third time and get a total of five. So that was a failure of a round. Lots of bad. Dude, I was just about to call you out as MVP. Ah, yeah, that was <laughs> bad rolls there, buddy. Real bad rolls. Well, it's all about the rolls. And that will be the end of He's my a, turn. Kestrel is just, just whiffing left and right, and she's dodging and... <laughs> laughing at you. Savatri, your turn. Does your, does your key strike end at the end of the round then? Or? Yes, it does. Shitty. Yeah. Essentially, that was completely wasted. Unfortunately. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move up here and attempt to trip her. Uh, I get a nine, which I'm assuming fails. Absolutely. Nine's not a critical failure, though, correct? Uh, that's a good question. No, it's not. Okay. Spit on her. <laughs> I'm sure you've got some diseases. I cast guidance on I cast guidance on Kestrel. Thanks. What kind of bonus is that? Status. That's a I good think. question. Because if it's a status yeah, bonus, it's a plus one status bonus. But that's okay. That was from the key strike, so I won't have that again. It only lasts for one attack. Right. So it will stack with the magic. Or card. or saving throw if she tries to hit you with something. Cool. All right then. We are back to the top of the order. It is round five. Now it's the halfling's turn. She's going to do it the correct way this time around. And oh shit, I only get that spell one time. What? Hold on. Uh, it doesn't. The shocking grasp doesn't just keep sticking around on your hands like it does in first edition. I don't think so, no. No, it doesn't. I just read it. Oh. Then yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say go ahead and say no on that. So then what's going to happen is she's going to use her first action to move around to the other side of Kestrel. Your party's starting to kind of close in here a little bit. She's going to make two attacks with her sickle. First attack is a 20 to hit. Hits. And that's going to deal you seven points of damage. Max. And then a second attempt with the sickle. Going to get a 19 to hit. Ah, Hits only because I didn't cast shield. Womp. And that deals six points of damage. Yeah, that should put me at one, not dying. The halfling steps around to the backside of Kestrel because his party is moving in closer and takes two slices at Kestrel's legs, and they bite deep. It is now Moonlight's turn. Still stuck in the entangled square, unfortunately. Get a 20. <laughs> that fails. Doesn't matter. I don't crit fail. fail. There you go. 
So I can move to there with one move. Okay, only thing I can do from this range is cast Daze on her. She, she gives me a, a 16. 16 will fail. Fail on the will save. She takes four mental non-lethal damage. All right. And coincidentally, I get a plus two on my will saves for one round. Nice. Wait, is that actually coincidental or? Um, it's anytime I use a bloodline spell. Oh. Which nice. days days is my bloodline spell for zero level. That's kind of cool. I didn't realize that. It's an yeah. It's the aberrant bloodline magic. You get a plus two to will save specifically. Yep. And is it for for one round after I cast one of my bloodline spells. But after moonlight, it's Jebediah's turn. All right, he's fixated on getting out of this, but he's not that fixated. Ten. Yeah, that's a critical failure. All right, I'm right here. You um, could you I'll could tag. spend an action to escape if you'd like. So what is just an attack? Um, melee, a melee attack roll. Twenty-two. Oh yeah, you break through it. And so it's I'm, I have full movement then. Uh, yeah. It just takes one action to make the escape. Well, do I have full movement walking After out of that? here? Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yes. Sp- you were on the very edge of the difficult terrain, and difficult terrain matters when you're entering a space with difficult terrain, not leaving. So yes, normal movement. Oh, it's twenty. God damn it! Stupid dwarf. Um. <laughs> calling it Jeb's first general feat is fleet. Hell no. I need so many feats for my fighter shit. Alright. Um, we're gonna take advantage of the cat once again to go here. So Jeb gets out, but he's too tired from crawling. <laughs> and he will use the cat to get in a flanking spot with Kestrel and attack with the jaws. Going for the throat. And she gets a nine, critically failing with a Boy. one roll. Yeah. You know, turtles. Turtles, pretty. Uh, you shut your fucking mouth. Whatever you're about to say. <laughs> 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 I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. <laughs> That'll be our turn. All right. Then after Jebediah, it is Kestrel's turn. Fantastic. Well, um, with uh, turtle there. We'll go ahead and make the attack. I have guidance on this attack. So this attack has flanking, guidance, and magic. Let's see if we can do something with all of that. Similar setup as last yeah, time. exactly. Well, I attack with Fulia Blows. I spend one action to activate Fulia Blows. I get a 17 to hit. 17 misses. Did you include guidance on that? I sure did. Attack number two, 25 to hit. There you go. 25 hits. Ooh. I get 12 damage. Rolled well on that one. Nice rolls. Um, I will spend my second action to attack a third time and miss with a six, and I will spend my third action to move away. I move back away from the druid. Kestrel, who is just getting sliced up by that sickle, lands a big punch on the halfling and then moves back. Definitely. I'm, I'm better off sitting back and casting Ray of Frost at her than I am sitting up there and getting taken down. He bravely ran away. I think it's a better strategy. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely a better strategy. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the end of my turn. A good strategy isn't necessarily brave. Sometimes good good strategy is, in fact, away, away. Run away! It is Savatri's turn. 
Uh, Sabatri will use her first <clears throat> her first action to move into flanking with Jebediah. Second action to try to trip the halfling. Seventeen does not succeed. You added the you added the flanking bonus. Yeah, Marie's right. my hero point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> 19 is successful. You do okay, she's get tripped. the whip around her hairy ankles and just put her right on her little halfling tishy. And then I'm just going to take a swing at her with the whip. I missed. Badly. Very badly. One on the die. No, but seven on the die. Seven on the die. Oh, seven on the die. Sorry. I only get a plus one. Because it's my second attack. attack. Yep. All right. Then let's see. That would be Savatri's turn, correct? Yep. Then we're going to go to the top of round six. It is now the halfling's turn. She is going to start running southwest, right to that spot where you were fighting the vipers, turns around and starts casting a spell at Jebediah. One action? One action spell? Or? She would have had to stand up for one action, then move oh, for a second action. Yeah, look at you. Okay. Yep. Nope. She then spends her third action running farther into the woods. I was going to say, I think we were better off the other way. No. <laughs> no. No. Hold on. That's not right. Let her run away. There's no way she's faster than me. That's not right. Or a turtle. Yeah, no way she's faster than a turtle. DM rewind. I forgot she was prone. That's, that was a problem. I had my whole turn worked out before. I literally just made her pro. I know, I know. <laughs> right. I, I burned a hero point on that. <laughs> and you just try to ignore it? Not not going to negate it, I swear. I'm just going to go to bed. Fuck this. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on. It's the only thing so, I'm doing here. <laughs> instead of doing anything that she just did, the halfling, now on her butt on the ground, casts a spell and casts the spell at Turtle. Turtle's gonna have to give me a will save. Uh, she would get a natural twenty of getting a twenty-five. Dude, get out yeah, of my turtle. cat's fucking head. Get out of my cat's head. Okay. Uh, Sorry. Just... Do I swear too much for our viewers? No. No. Uh, literally <laughs> nobody who cares. And if they do, sorry guys. Fuck them. Wrong em. podcast. <laughs> Turtle's mind is like a steel trap. You cannot get into that thing. Now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> she cast a charm on Turtle, and the critical success for charm is the target is unaffected and is aware that you tried to charm it, which is interesting. Oh, she pissed. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Turtle's really, really not fucking happy about that. Turtle's been around enough magic to know that she just tried invading her mind for the second time. Yeah, she's gonna use her third action to stand up. And warily, I, Turtle. Moonlight, it's your turn. Okay, Moonlight, first action, moves 25 feet closer. And then I will cast Telekinetic Projectile, grab a chunk of log from laying that's laying in the, the woods over there, and hurl it at her. That is a 19 for a total of 26. Boom, that definitely hits. So Moonlight picked up this this chunk of wood, hurls it at her, and does max damage for 10. That's a fantastic hit. Uh, this is interesting, because, I mean, from the outside viewer's perspective, just a random log from the wood just flies out of the woods and just smacks her right upside the head. Uh, insert 
would hit log effect. Yeah, I like that Perfect. one. <laughs> is that your turn? Uh, move and cast. Yep, that is my turn. All right, then we're going to go down to Jebediah, who Jebediah ain't no more. Acknowledges the cat's anger and immediately gives flanking and gives the cue. You would have flanking with Savatri. Because she's I don't, giving, I'm giving the, the I want the cat. the cat. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. He wants the kill. Wait, really quick, really quick. I'm not to interrupt too much, but no, you're good. you just had the mo- cat move west five feet, then could everybody have flanking? Because Zavatri's basically attacking over the she cat. She could, but then she attacking. only gets one attack. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> she's angry. You have magic weapon. Yeah, remember, you have magic weapon. You hit way harder than Turtle. The cat's angry. <laughs> <laughs> Let Turtle get this. <laughs> turtle deserves this one. 17 does not. His, uh, yeah, we'll Wait, did you throw a zero point? Hey, did you include the plus one from Magic Weapon? No, that's for Turtle. This is Turtle. for Turtle. And real quick, did you do flanking or no? Yeah, I did. You did. Okay, yeah, 17 does not hit. But I'm hero pointing it. Oh, hero point for Turtle. Nice. Ha! was like, what happened to me? We're 0 for 2 on. Oh, no, your hero point worked, Ted. So we're 1 for 3. Claw tech. Okay, miss. All right, fine. Jeb is like, sorry, cat. Sorry, turtle. Let me brain this halfling real quick for you. <laughs> 22. <laughs> 22 hits. This is, is going to splatter all over everything. I'm assuming Here's this is not non lethal damage. There's the strike. Uh, no, this is a human. I don't give a fuck. A humanoid. <laughs> <laughs> so, 11 damage with the warhammer not, to the dumb. Not great rolls. Uh, but. Is it enough? Damage? Uh, you Jeb, you are going to get this hit. Do you want to do it in any special way? or otherwise? Yeah, Turtle actually kills it. It's Turtle and not my Warhammer. <laughs> no, um, I don't want to be too gruesome about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... I'm her stabilizer, so please don't kill her all the way. Like I'm, not, I'm not going to repeatedly beat her in the head. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to question her. I'm just it's saying, don't, like, don't like, like cave her skull in there or anything. Well, on that I'm note... Prefer, I want to try to talk to her. Well, on that, that note, my turn is done, and it is Kestrel's turn. Uh, Jebediah... Well, if he wants cut, to do things. Turtles Turtles on the opposite side, uh, getting her attention. Bathed really in halfling angry. blood. Just And uh, Jeb just comes up and just... Bam! Smacks her right across the ear and knocks her out. She flies three feet to the to the side and lands sideways with a thud. Okay, looking at a warhammer, right to the ear is a pretty nasty hit. How about? <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. She should be dead, to be fair, but no. <laughs> yeah, no, we can stabilize the dome hit. <laughs> stabilize the the hit to the dome. All right, Kestrel, do you do anything? I'll grab some rope. I'll run over to my tent and grab some rope and run back. I would assume that's going to take at least all of my turn. At least longer, for sure. That's it. Savatri. Savatri walks up to her, throws her manacles on her. <laughs> I'm going to come back with rope and she's going to be manacles. Like, oh. And stabilizer. All right. When you get up, you see that the the side of her head is slightly caved in. There's this square indent in the shape of Jeb's Warhammer. As you stabilize, that kind of pops out. And Gross. Breathing. It's not right. 
I don't think that's how that works at all, but no. know, magic. It's magic. It's not Stay it's not it. fucking zero level magic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. it zero, zero level magic is like you close a cut. <laughs> here, here. Zero level put magic it, just did ten damage to her, so I was gonna that's say put it this true. way. Put it this way. If you're looking at like literally twentieth level combat, one of your like allies is dying four and they die at dying five because they have the diehard feet. If you walk up to them and stabilize, you still remove that condition. So yeah. It's true. Pop indeed. That's what her skull does. Even Whatever. if you do think it's gross. Ted. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that did it. Boost. Congratulations, guys. That was a severe encounter that you handled like a moderate encounter. Well, sorry, not the Viper moderate encounter. <laughs> I was going to say, that went better than our Viper. <laughs> it could have been really better if I would have hit on any of those key strike spells or attacks. Yeah, we would have done 20 minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah two rounds earlier. I thought you guys were going to spread damage. That's why I said focus right away. You did, and we did. It was good. Thank you for joining us here on the MinMax Podcast. We want to encourage you to check out our website, MinMax.com, where you can find links to all sorts of different things like our Discord, where you can come and chat with us and other fans of the MinMax Podcast. You can also find our Patreon, where if you'd like to support us, we would really appreciate that. You can also find information about all of these characters that we're playing, like character sheets, backstories, and art. Join us again next week as we continue The Extinction Curse. And until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.